and welcome to another episode of That's What People Do. As always, you are joined by me, James Kay, and sitting opposite me is no one. No, it's a bit of a strange episode this week. Because of the coronavirus pandemic that is going around, um, we decided not to travel to each other because me and Ryan have to travel three hours there, three hours back to meet up and record. So we've decided to postpone this week. We are hoping to meet next week and get back to normal, but that is subject to change and subject to to what happens with the coronavirus. I'm sure you're sick of hearing about it by now. I know I am. Uh, the UK government did say it's business as normal earlier, so we are gonna, probably going to take that advice and meet up next week. However, that is, again, subject to change. We put a post on our Facebook and our Twitter explaining our situation. I'm sure you've got your own situations with work and what have you. Some things are just more important than work and podcasts, I guess, but we are going to try and get episodes out for you. So this week, what we've decided to do is uh, a bit unorthodox. I'm going to give you a little short episode, a little short snippet episode, probably about 10 minutes. I'm not sure. I could have a conversation with myself. I probably will just to keep you entertained, because when we all go on lockdown, we're all going to need podcasts to listen to, because we're all going to be super mega bored. So let's forget about coronavirus for a little bit, because it doesn't matter right now. What I want you to think about is McDonald's. I want you to think about McDonald's. I want you to think about your perfect order. Now, my perfect order is I go in, I go to the screen, and I go Big Mac, large meal. Now, if you're an American listener, it's probably a small meal for you, because I know our sizes differ massively. Big Mac, large meal and an apple pie always get a fucking apple pie because if you don't get an apple pie what what you're gonna have afterwards i know there's mcflurry but i don't want ice cream i just want a sweet warm treat and if monopoly's on apple pies have the little monopoly stickers on which is what you want big mac large meal you get them on the uh the burger the fries and the apple pie so more chance of winning anyway that was a minute of me discussing mcdonald's and you're probably thinking james why am i thinking about mcdonald's why 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 am I thinking about McDonald's? Well, I'll tell you why, because I'm going to tell you about Ray Kroc. There is a film that I watched um, probably about a year ago called The Founder. It's about the man who, or allegedly, founded McDonald's. It's a very interesting film. It is on Amazon Prime. I would recommend going watching it. It's uh, highly informative, very interesting. And I'm actually going to try and do this episode unscripted. Usually me and Ryan write scripts and we read from a script. However, I have all the information here and I'm just going to have a little, little chat to myself because otherwise I'm going to go crazy. So, Ray Kroc, he was born on October 5th, 1902, and usually we give the death date at the end, but I'll give it now. He died uh, January 14th, 1984. So, Roy Kroc, he is an American man, born in uh, Illinois. And after the war, after World War II, uh, as most American men at that time, they found themselves obviously needing employment. So, he became a milkshake mixer salesman, uh, basically the machines that make milkshakes nowadays we use like syrup and stuff but by then it was freshly made milkshakes with mixers and it was his job to go around to diners restaurants and sell these mixers to establishments essentially and at that time restaurants were you would go up to the window and you would order or go into the restaurant and order and then you'd go back and you'd sit in your car and they would come and they would deliver the food to you in your car and you would sit in the car park and eat it or have it on like a table tray and the the car parks became meeting grounds essentially for dare I say undesirables kids would hang around biker gangs it was a pretty rough place and Roy Kroc famously said he wouldn't even dream of taking his wife there because of all the all the gangs that hang around so this is when he went to deliver a mixer to the McDonald brothers 
So McDonald's are actually named after McDonald's. Richard and Maurice McDonald, they wanted a mixer machine. So he went to deliver the mixer machine to them and he was blown away by the level of service. What would happen is you'd go up, you'd order your food and they'd say, yep, stand there. They'd turn around, they'd pick up your food and then they'd put it in your hand. At this time, that was unheard of. Nowadays, that is just what we expect. We expect fast food. But nowadays, that, uh, back in those days, this was the only, they were the only guys that were doing it. They had the speedy system, which essentially is the kitchen was choreographed in such a way that everyone knew where everyone was at all times and they could push food out as quickly as possible, which is why McDonald's restaurants behind the counter are all designed in a very specific way, which is why if you go to any McDonald's around the world, generally they're going to taste exactly the same i've experienced this if ever you want to feel home away from home to go to a mcdonald's it all tastes the same so ray crock he jumped on this train with the mcdonald brothers and he was like i want in your business they were like cool okay come in and he franchised his own and he built his own mcdonald's with the uh you know the classic arches the uh big yellow arches and that was kind of a standard thing in McDonald's. Everything had to be uniform. Now, Ray wanted to franchise out McDonald's. Um, the McDonald brothers kind of agreed, but they were also happy with just their, their restaurants that they had. They kind of wanted to keep it low-key, keep it small. Um, but Ray obviously realised that this was an industry that could spread nationally and indeed globally, which obviously it has. So in 1955, uh, Ray Kroc opened the first McDonald's franchised under his partnership with the brothers in Illinois, his uh, place of birth. And then that restaurant was then demolished in 1985. So after finalising his agreement with the McDonald brothers, um, he actually wanted to open restaurants in Disney World, which you remember we just did an episode on Walt Disney. So he, he messaged Walt Disney. I say message, he didn't I message him. He kind of sent him a letter or whatever you do in those days and said, look, I want to open a McDonald's in your park. Are you interested? And Disney came back and was like, yep, very interested. Sounds like a very good idea. However, I want to sell fries at 15 cents, not 10 cents. And I want the profit for myself. And Ray Kroc turned around to him and said no. So Disney Parks opened with no McDonald's. Now, obviously, that got changed later on because there are McDonald's now. But originally, they couldn't see eye to eye. Now, something that Kroc did is he sold restaurants to individual owners. So McDonald's were then franchised of selling like larger territorial franchises. So this was the quickest way for a franchiser essentially to make money. And he was also very strict on how they should be run. So the, the kitchen should be the speedy system. The burgers and all everything that they served should be universal. Every McDonald's had the yellow arches. But you know you can see a McDonald's from miles away. Everything needs to be uniform. You couldn't just make... Uh, your mind up essentially and in the in the film the founder there was a bit of a disagreement because obviously the mcdonald's brothers were were watching this happen they were kind of getting a bit iffy about it that their like design had been franchised so much and they made fresh milkshakes is how they wanted it done and this just wasn't cost effective for ray crock and the mcdonald's franchises so he changed it to syrup or wanted to and they fought him every step of the way they were like we don't want syrup but obviously as we know they got their way, and even nowadays, the milkshake machines are never fucking working, aren't they? Now, obviously, in the 60s, a lot of people looked at McDonald's, saw what they were doing, and thought, fuck, that is the way to serve fast food. So then you get your Burger Kings, your, your KFCs, and all your American franchises, like, I don't know, 
Wendy's. I think you guys have. I'm not familiar with them. Now, Croc and the McDonald's brothers kept disagreeing. They, they just kept disagreeing on, on things, and Croc was becoming very annoyed. They were holding on to this small cluster of restaurants. So he bought them out for $2.7 million, which, if you think about McDonald's now, doesn't uh, sound like a lot. However, they didn't sell him the original location. However, Ray Kroc did obtain the name McDonald. So despite it being their surname, they couldn't call their restaurant McDonald's. So they had to change it to The Big M. However, The Big M was situated very close to a McDonald's and everyone went to McDonald's and Big M was forced to close. It's said that there's no hard feelings between Ray and the McDonald's brothers, but it would shock me if there wasn't. There was also apparently a handshake agreement of... 0.5% 0.5% royalty to the McDonald's brothers. 0.5% that they never paid. They never got paid. However, this is only a claim from a nephew of one of the McDonald's brothers. So whether he's just trying to cash in or whether Ray Kroc literally scammed them out of their own idea. The film The Founder really makes it look like they were scammed out of their idea. Which, if that's the case, it's a bit of a shame that McDonald's was founded on scamming these guys out of what honestly was quite a groundbreaking idea. Now, by the time of his death, McDonald's had 7,500 outlets in the US, 31 in other countries. Now, that probably sounds like a lot, but if you think about McDonald's, there's a shit ton more now. I don't think you can walk for, I don't know, 20 minutes in some places and not see a McDonald's. They're they're just everywhere. The total system... Uh, like wide of his sales were accounted for more than eight billion, and that was in 1983. And he had a personal fortune of around 600 million. So imagine that this dude was just going around selling milkshake makers to restaurants. Saw this restaurant run by the McDonald's brothers and thought, "Fuck, these guys know what they're doing." Got in with them, scammed them out of their idea, and made 600 million dollars. And he paid them $2.7 million. So after tax, they would have got $1 million each. It's crazy. It's crazy money. Something that I feel like I should mention is that he did donate a lot of money, including $1.5 billion to the Salvation Army. So whilst the founder, the film The Founder, does make him look like a, a real piece of work, and maybe he did scam the McDonald brothers out of their idea, he, he also did a lot of, of good with his his fortune. So that's Ray Kroc. Make of that what you will. Make this episode what you will. I'm not going to lie. I've just been rambling for... I don't even know how long I've been recording. For 13 minutes, just pure rambling. And I'm going to have to edit some stuff out, so it's probably going to be about 10 minutes. But yeah, next time you're going to McDonald's, just know that it started as a small restaurant run by two brothers who just wanted to give people fast food, and their idea got stolen, essentially. And now every restaurant, not including McDonald's, uses it. So, I hope you're well. Uh, I hope that next Friday you'll be hearing Ryan and my voice, because we do have episodes written. We do have some really exciting things coming. Um, But we were unsure, because our Prime Minister announced today that it's business as normal, but we were unsure that that was going to be the case. Uh, We've both had a little bit of a cold, and we didn't want to risk it. I'm absolutely fine now, no symptoms, thank fuck. So we seem A-OK. So provided nothing changes, we will be meeting next week. We will be releasing episodes fingers crossed and hopefully we'll record enough to get us all through the lockdown and then we'll all just 
hold hands and sing into the future and coronavirus can't touch us. But until next week, stay safe, keep washing those hands, uh, look out for vulnerable members of society because remember, most of us will feel mild effects. Others will really have a shit time, the elderly and those with underlying health conditions. Don't panic buy things because if you panic buy things, those vulnerable people are going to turn up at supermarkets and they won't be able to get the necessities that they need to survive. So just as you're looking after yourself, look after others as well. That's how we're all going to beat this thing because it is not going to kick our ass. So yeah, until next week, peace. Peace.